Hey, it's me again. This is the Truth Apocalypse. I am TJ Warner with another video. Yeah, you can see the screen if you're watching on screen, if you are listening to the podcast, because this is going to be another podcast, if I can talk long enough. I don't think I'm going to have a problem with talking long enough. It's whether I can stay on topic. Yes, it does matter. Modern myths, modern storytelling, what we want to call science fiction or fantasy, uh, whether it be in book form or film, the arts do matter. They've always mattered. It's a way to unite us in a common thing. I put some of the characters that, um, not all, of course, like it's an extensive list on the things that have made it into pop culture. And pop culture doesn't matter in this sense. Because of the storytelling, because of the, of the escapism, because of the myth itself, the mythos. Um, you see the various uh, Star Wars characters. We know the quotes from Yoda or how Yoda talks. We know Darth Vader, you know, the bad guy who end up turning good or the really long arc to the hero's journey that he did good eventually. But we know, may the force be with you. We know what that means. And that's actually a good tiding that can unite people who disagree on every other topic, but let's say they're Star Wars fans. And they can unite under one thing and let everything else go away because they agree that this is something that they care about, that this matters, this is part of being human in the modern era. Like you might think of uh, Thor once upon a time was uniting force in an older mythology we'll call it the vikings call it the nordics whatever in their uh mythology odin and thor meant something whether they actually saw them as real gods or whatever that's irrelevant it's how you apply it and how you apply it actually makes a difference <coughs> and of course once i go live i have to cough I'm sorry but i do have a full cup of coffee hopefully that'll get me through it as they always say, I never cough until I get on camera. And I guess it's this practice over time. And it seems people want to poo-poo in the importance of modern storytelling and mythology. It's, eh, it's just entertainment. It doesn't really matter. I disagree. I think it matters a lot to humanity. Um, as an example... Last spring, many of us, a lot of us, went and saw Avengers Infinity War. You know who went with me to watch Avengers Infinity War? My parents. My parents couldn't give nothing. They, they don't care about any of this uh, superhero stuff. But it was my birthday, and we invited them, and they said they'd come along. You know what I heard after the movie? That was a really good movie. 
they enjoyed it because it brought everybody together to see the hero's journey in that matter to having a good time to escape from life for a little while. That's why the Game of Thrones is so big. It's You're going into this world escaping. You're, you assert yourself into this world like you're there. You live through their eyes in a way. And that matters a lot. It matters for to the psyche, to the well-being of who we are as human, humans and humanity. I think it matters more than people want to let on. Whether it's been through plays in the past, that's how you told stories, or poems were written, or songs were sung to tell a story, or stories just passed down through legend, through time. It mattered to every culture. I think it matters now. So the significance I'm trying to bring in to talking about this today is that it is significant. And I think we're at a time, and I called this, I called the epic storytelling was coming upon us. I see trends, and I've talked about it before. I The idea of Netflix, way back when the internet was starting, I said, well, Eventually, it's too bad it's not going to be me because I don't know how to implement it. It'd be cool that a person could have access to any movie at any time and be able to watch it through the internet. Whoever comes up with this idea is going to make a lot of money. A lot of money. Netflix hasn't quite gotten there. Not any one entity probably could because of, you know, copyrights and who owns what but the idea absolutely flourished and it was real i call the epic story this hero this mythology telling was going to be the next big thing it's not done as you can see on screen we're now seeing things like the monster verse with godzilla we're seeing even bigger titans, even bigger storytelling. Greek mythology has been huge for a long time in, in even modern storytelling. We have the MCU. We have what Fox has done, and you see Deadpool down there with the X-Men. Comic stories. Comics have mattered because it's, it's an escape into those heroes, into those legends, into those myths. We start back a long time ago, before I was even born, with Star Trek. We see Spock there with the live long and prosper, right? If you do that to somebody, they know who you are. You're part of them. You're part of their club. You're a Trekkie or whatever you want to call it. Some people don't like that name. I don't care. You're in the club. You understand what it means to be immersed in that world and sometimes there's divisions you know the star treks versus the star wars but it doesn't matter what it is i grew up at being 44 under the next generation of course i love the original series the movies and spock spock is a household name Sp spock himself the character that is spock 
almost became who Leonard Nimoy was. If you heard him in a documentary, that's Spock talking. It wasn't Leonard Nimoy anymore. It became bigger than him. Spock is a modern hero, a modern God, if you will, I use it as a small g. But in that world of stuff, he's somebody who you, you look at for inspiration, like you would in a mythology story. How are any of these characters not the same way? If you look at Tyrion um, from Game of Thrones, I just did a, uh, a couple videos about him. How he is set in my mind to be the king eventually in the Game of Thrones. His story, going from nowhere, just being a drunk and pretty much hanging out with the prostitutes to the point where he's been hand of the king, now he's hand of the queen, and potentially we find out he might be a Targaryen and he might actually be the king at the end. It's an amazing story. You care about what happens to Tyrion. It matters to you because you, like I said, you've immersed yourself into this world. You feel good when something happens to a character you like. Or when a character, something bad happens, you feel bad for them. And when they overcome the obstacle, like in the hero's journey, you feel good again. You become part of this story. It's like when you read a book and you're immersed into it. You feel the feelings that the characters feel. The ups and the downs. But because it's mythological, because it's fiction, you see it under a different light than you see your own life. So that's how it's escapism. It's going from this universe into another reality, which I talk about. And you can learn from these stories. Pay attention to my ongoing series about jumping into alternate realities and learning how to have lucid dreams and dream build and go back to these universes that you create. You can also do that through um, out-of-body experiences or astral projection where you actually might physically be creating worlds. But that's not for this discussion here. But you can become part of these worlds. You can daydream about them and go into these worlds even without the story. I just talked about Tyrion. We don't know that he's king, but I can imagine it and enjoy the story. I can see him sitting on the throne at the very end and be glad that I watched all eight seasons and this guy who I think should be hero became the hero in the end and somebody who has wisdom, who has humility, somebody who is deserving of the throne and knows how to rule, gets there. We look at Jean-Luc Picard in The Next Generation. That's why these guys are on screen. He's like the father figure. He's like the role model of what he, future humanity can be. Godzilla is basically for back of letter terms, the badass we all wish we could be, right? When we have those bad days, we wish we could be Godzilla just go stomping around and 
take out her temper tantrums and fix it all. But then we have the wisdom of Yoda, who seems to never lose his cool. Who is ancient and old and wise. And then we look at some of the um, characters in the MCU. How they portray various traits that we would like to see in ourselves and maybe some of the negative traits that we do see in ourselves that we want to change. That we want to become that hero and become part of that hero's journey. And some kind times we want to be the smart ass like Deadpool and just run our mouth. That's kind of what I do on my channel here. I run my mouth. I speak my mind. But don't we wish we all did? And I'm not even talking about all the various ones. I put these um, various characters on screen. I mean, look, we got Cap right here. The idealist, right? The ultimate good guy. Who doesn't even say bad words, or does he? We get Iron Man over here, you know? A guy who goes from being a drunk in the comics to becoming a hero. Or in the movies, he becomes basically a womanizer and a selfish person, and he learns to self-sacrifice and care for others. We got the Hulk over here, who, well, he's just a rage monster. He's kind of like Godzilla who, when we have a bad day, we wish we could just do Hulk smash everywhere. Then we got Know-It-All over here. <laughs> C-3PO. <coughs> then we got the guy with all the guts, right? Yeah, who has more guts than him, right? I wanted to say Mr. for R2, but I don't, R2 doesn't have a gender. He's just a robot. But you kind of think of him as in a masculine way, right? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so, on that note, there's Avengers Endgame coming up, right? And everyone's assuming we're going to finally hear those words. Avengers Assemble. Those who took part in reading the comics or know the stories, when we actually finally hear that, it's like going back to being your kid again and seeing that written in the comics. And it's real. People are going to cheer when they hear Avengers Assemble because they're going to have to do it. It's the pinnacle of what they've done so far, right? And I don't know if people like my parents who took part in the first one are going to see this. I don't know if they've seen any movie before that. But in a way, we have a chance here as humans to make a decision. Does this matter? Do we want to protect these things that we love from being destroyed? We see it. We see politics and things. And people wanting to minimize the importance of this kind of storytelling. And people want to change story. I heard someone recently, someone wanted to go back and they wanted to, I forget what it was, but remove something from movies. And I'll get a little bit political here for a second. The Dukes of Hazard thing. 
I grew up loving the Dukes of Hazard. It was one of the, my favorite shows growing up on TV. Uh, Bo and Duke and the General Lee outrunning Roscoe. I mean, that was just good, fun stuff. No one cared about the flag on the car. And now they wanted to go back and take it off in all the shows and the movie. And like, it was, it was part of history. Whether you find it objectionable or not, that's not the point. It's part of history is done. You want to go back and remove the various things that bad people have done in the past, you'll never stop. Or things that offend in the past, you'll be doing it constantly. How about we understand that maybe we learn from history? There's a good idea. And do better. Isn't that what these stories do for us? They teach us to become better through the hero's journey. What are these stories, these myths, whether it be Egyptian or Greek or Roman or Nordic, these mythologies, these legends all tell stories. And there's a moral to the story. And it's meaningful, and it does have meaning. This is what this episode's about today. Very simple, very straightforward. And I know many of you agree. And that's why some people feel out of place when people want to change what we love so dear that we've grown up wanting to see on screen and that we care for. I mean, people actually do care about the storytelling in Star Wars and Star Trek that seems to be recently they're trying to change that for a political agenda. That hurts people who saw it for what it is, something that mattered, something that they looked at that, had meaning to their personal lives. A character they followed that had ideals they believed in. And if you go back and change that now, it ruins what that character meant to them. So it does matter. It can unite us. That's where we're going back to where we started out from why these myths, these legends, these heroes, these characters matter, because they unite us. Anything that unites people is good. Good in the way that we're not fighting amongst each other. Do you, you've seen it in Star Wars. They change things from the past, and now the Star Wars community is split. It's happened in Star Trek. The, now the fans are split. Because people wanted to tell a different story. From what the story already was set. What it meant. So these do matter. It will matter in the future. But hope isn't lost. Because we can tell more stories. And that's what I promote here. That we get our creative juices flowing. And through whatever medium that we can, 
whether it's a video, whether we write it down, we start telling stories again. We take this blah writing that we've seen recently from Hollywood, and there's good stuff. There's like The Expanse. It's absolutely amazing. I should have put some Expanse pictures up here. That is absolutely amazing. We have Game of Thrones right now that's out. That's absolutely amazing storytelling. So hope isn't lost that these myths and legends, these stories are gone. But we need more. This is what humans do well. If the legacy of humanity leaves anything, it's going to be the arts. It's going to be the film, theater, music, painting. The arts are going to be the things that will define humanity, in my opinion. Everything else will fade away, but that's what we'll look back and what we create. The thing that separates us from the animals is this. And it's awesome. And I'm standing here while I'm sitting, but I'm standing here saying, we will not go down without a fight. Independence Day. <laughs> Great speech. Anyway, what do you think? What are your comments? What are your thoughts? I believe I'm right. I know I'm right that this stuff matters. Anybody who says this doesn't matter, push them aside. Let them go drink their own Kool-Aid and we'll unite. And we will live long and prosper. And may the force be with you till we meet again. This has been TJ Warner with the Truth Apocalypse. As always, respect the beard, respect each other. Have a good day.